Hi, welcome to episode 87 of XY Podcast with me, Dr. Ye Tunde. We are still on the 10-part series. We are on part six of Balanced Conversations. Um, part five and part six are on marriage. So I hope you tuned into part five that I released, I believe, two days ago, um, June 14th, if I'm not mistaken, on maintaining your identity while married. Part six out of 10 of the Balanced Conversations is going to focus on balancing, well, maintaining, well, really balancing the relationship between your partner, um, your in-laws, and your family. You know, when you're going into marriage, there's a lot of things that sometimes people leave out of the advice column. Same as when you're having a baby, people don't tell you how much, how expensive um, daycare will be. They don't tell you how expensive childcare is, um, but they do tell you that, you know, it's a worthwhile journey. And they say all the great things, but they really don't prepare you um, for some of the areas where you're probably taken by surprise. And I always say motherhood is a very, uh, it's, it's a, it's, it's a shared journey, but it's very, very, uh, personal, right? It's, it's, it's personal to the person who's going through it. Um, sometimes you feel as though you can relate to other mothers and sometimes you feel as though you're on this journey alone because it's very personal, very unique and distinctive to who you are. Now, same thing as marriage. People can give you a lot of marriage advice. They can give you advice on maintaining your marriage. They can give newlyweds advice on how to keep your marriage spicy, how to keep it alive. You know, and they can also advise you for some of the pitfalls and some of the winds that may blow um, throughout your marriage because they will blow, right? That's the idea of balance, that even in marriage, there are good and bad things that you're going to have to be able to handle and weather together. It's about perseverance, fortitude, patience, a lot of these things that when you are actually in it is when you know that, wow, these are the things that I really need to apply and the advice can prepare you, but going through it is the, and the experience is, is kind of preparation in itself. Um, so part six is going to talk about balancing the relationship between your partner, your in-laws, and your family. So most of you may know me, most of you may not, but I am of Nigerian background. I'm first generation Nigerian American, meaning that I was born here in the United States and my parents came from Nigeria. So I'm first generation. And so growing up in the United States and being an American and also a Nigerian, I've lived like this dual life with the lenses of seeing things in an American way and also with the lenses of seeing things in a Nigerian cultured way. So there's certain expectations of me, even at a young age, I got engaged at, I believe, 22 years old. And there's certain expectations that are placed upon you as a mother, as a wife, as an in-law, that oftentimes a lot of young girls just don't know, or it's not either advised to them, or it's not necessarily discussed. I got married at a time where a lot of my peers, especially 22 years old, come on, they weren't getting married, right? I was in my graduate school. I just graduated my master's. I was entering my PhD program. There were areas that this was just an area people didn't step into, right? So they didn't prepare you for this. Like your parents can give you advice, your friends can give you advice, but technically my friends weren't married yet. So there was really no advice they can give me other than advice of being in a relationship, very different than being in a marriage. So, um, so you go into a marriage with certain expectations of, okay, this is how you should, in a sense, behave as a wife or behave as an in-law, but they really don't tell you about the dynamics of, marriage, the dynamics of how you become what we call a bridge or a link between two families who don't know each other, who come from different value systems, who come from different tribes, right? So my husband's part Edo and 
part Yoruba and I'm fully Yoruba. So there are certain areas that we also have to bridge the gap for to make sure that there's unity, to make sure that there's peace in both families. And we're young at the time, so we're learning and we're growing into all of these stages. Uh, nowadays, a lot of young women and some men, they go into marriage without truly understanding how to maintain the dynamics of families, of two families becoming one. It's not an easy thing because you are bringing two different value systems, two different beliefs, two different upbringings, two different levels of exposure, two just two different families altogether. It doesn't matter if you guys known each other before. But there are two different families and there's always going to be dynamics that are oftentimes either difficult to sort of manage. So I next year will be married 10 years. So I think I can speak a little bit coming from a young person. I'm 33 years old now to young women who are entering into their stage and even older who are entering to stage of marriage and the importance of understanding that they are the linking pin between two families. What I've now learned is that you have to be able to respect and embrace and understand where your partner is coming from, the upbringing that they've had way before you even came into picture, the value systems, the environment, the 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 life skills that they've learned or lack thereof um, from their own family unit. And sometimes, you know, as women, we tend to say, no, you know, you should do it this way or this is how it's done. No, this is how it's done in your way. This is how it's been done in your life. This is how it's been done in your family upbringing. Again, different from the other. And it doesn't mean that it's bad. What it does mean is that you have to understand that there always are going to be differences. Things are not always going to be done your way. Your way is not the only way. Your way is not the only right way. And so these are things you end up learning as you go through marriage and being with a partner for a very long time is that you have to, in a sense, really embrace the imperfections of one another. Same as your partner. He's going to have to embrace the imperfections of your own family unit because no family is perfect. Everyone has their dynamics. Everyone has their dysfunctions. Everyone has areas that are great and everyone has areas that also need to (laughs) be pruned out and areas that you need to be aware of that you don't bring into your marriage, that you don't, um, certain parenting skills that you have seen or lack thereof, that you don't bring as parents to your own children. So it's a whole level of emotional intelligence and awareness and culture um, that you have to bring into this whole I, this institution of marriage that I truly believe I think is missing from the conversation of people getting married, especially Nigerian people, especially people who come from African backgrounds, because I can only speak to that. And maybe it's similar from people with Middle Eastern background or different backgrounds. Maybe that is similar. And those are some dynamics that you have to go through, especially when you guys come from two different um, countries or two different, you know, ethnicities and you're merging one together. So I've always looked at it like there's certain things that I definitely do not tell my parents. And I'm sure there's certain things that I definitely, that my husband doesn't tell his his parents as well, because you always want to maintain a mutual level of respect between both families. You never, in a sense, want to put them in a bad light to one another, unless the situation is dire and there needs some form of an intervention from family members. Other than that, you want to maintain some form of cordiality. You want to maintain some form of peace and unity. And with that, that requires wisdom. That requires holding your mouth. That requires knowing what to say and when not to say it. And that also requires some form of boundary. It's extremely important 
when dealing with family members that you have your own levels of boundaries because those things can get mixed in the mixed in, you know throughout this journey there can your your partner could come from a family where there are no boundaries and that seeps into your marriage and creates an issue so when i talk about maintaining or balancing the relationship between your partner your in-laws and your family it's a delicate thing it's a delicate thing. There's certain things that if you say, there's certain things that if you do, there's really no coming back from that. Because, again, you have drawn a line in the sand. And in certain situations, that may be necessary, but I'm hoping in most cases you don't go that far. Because, again, you're going to be married to this person, hopefully for the rest of your life. You do not want to create a situation for you that is going to be extremely difficult for you to manage, that's going to take away your peace of mind, and it's going to take away the peace of mind of your husband or your partner and also affect the dynamics of their ch your children with their, their family members. So when we talk about maintaining this balance, it's the idea that boundaries, yes, of course, need to be re-established, re but more so there must be peace, there must be respect, there must be forms of unity that also needs to be established. And if there are protocols when it comes to culture, that also must be followed, right? So if you are supposed to kneel down when you greet your in-laws, this is the Nigerian culture I'm talking about, then kneel down. Growing up in America doesn't abscond you from carrying out your cultural duties. If you are supposed to greet your in-laws a certain way, if you're supposed to call them, if you're supposed to do things for them that is expected of you culturally in your marriage, then do them. They don't take away anything from you. They don't strip you from your identity. They don't strip you from your accolades. If anything, it enhances the fact that you have an understanding and awareness of the home that you come from, of the culture that you come from. And this thing is often not talked about with people who are going into marriage, it's that idea that I'm American, I'm born here, so what everybody needs to get with the program. Uh, not necessarily. A part of your identity is part of the culture in which you are you come from, part of the culture in which you are brought up, you know, brought up with. You cannot ignore that. You can't throw that in a basket because you were born in America. But your parents were not. And they expect you and your in-laws to 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 be aware of that. You may not fulfill it 100%, but do what is at least comfortable for you and stretch yourself to do what is comfortable, what is, what is, I would say, pleasing to other people. Because what it does is that it shows that it's not only about you, but it's about you maintaining that balance and maintaining that peace within the family. And of course, you're going to have family members where this is not possible. And, and there's nothing you can do about that. So you don't kill yourself. You do what you can do. And you maintain boundaries so that respect is always there with yourself. Respect is there with your partner. Respect is there with your own parents when it comes to the, their in-laws as well. You are the representation for your own family. So you always want to be in a position where you are doing the right thing, where you are respecting your own family and yourself, and you mind the way that you talk, right? So do our parents kind of teach us this when we're getting married? Uh, probably along the way. But what I've observed and what I've realized that this part of balancing your family and your in-laws is often not discussed as much. But I've learned throughout the years of the things that are necessary and the things that need to be done. And hopefully, you know, there are women or young women who are listening to this who understand where I'm coming from and who, who if they are in a marriage or in a relationship, are able to use wisdom. That's it's I would use the word wisdom 
used information and knowledge that has been presented to you through your upbringing over the years and apply that to the current relationship that you have now. Most importantly, please do not try to what we call separate your partner from their family or try to um, uproot them. They were there before you were there. So they, they hold a special place in your partner's life and you have to respect that. You have to honor that, right? And they have to know that you do honor that. Yes, there can be areas of refining. Yes, there can be areas, areas where balance, where um, boundaries are established. But always understand that these people were there before you, whether they are good, whether they're bad, whether they're dysfunctional, whether they're awesome people. And and give honor to that at least because it has shaped the person who you're about to marry. It has shaped them into the person that they are today. And at least there has been some good because you have found a partner in them. And so for that alone is worthy to be honored. So I can talk a lot about this. <laughs> maybe, maybe a next book. I don't know. But yes, balancing your relationship with your in-laws, your family, and yourself is a big thing especially in my culture, and I think just in life in general. So thank you for tuning in to Ask Why Podcast, episode 87. You can listen to all of it um, on every platform and on my website, www.dryatunde.com. Again, this is a 10-part series um, of the Balanced Conversation where I'm delving into topics of the book. Again, this episode 87 on maintaining your relationship, you know, um, balancing your relationship with your in-laws and your family and yourself is I talk about it extensively in the book so if you haven't gotten a book you can buy it on Amazon you can buy it on different platforms but it's under the chapter of marriage and we go into different topics and I think you would find it really worthwhile it could be a great book also for a newlywed couple a a new a new engaged couple Uh, it's a great book for anyone in marriage it's a great book for anyone who's in a relationship because I think it talks to the point of the things that we need to know to have a lasting marriage Thanks for tuning in.